Last week, we talked to Vance Ballstead about fishing has no boundaries. We're now less than a week away. It's time to talk a little bit more and help you get ready. You are going to come and volunteer, right? in the sand pulling in a big catch makes me feel like a man but the wife she just don't understand i love walleye perch trout and bass and if you don't like fishing you can kiss my four stroke right in the back because the fishes all tremble at the thought of me when i'm fishing for bunyan country this is fishing paul bunyan country Today we continue the conversation we started last week with Vance Ballstead about fishing has no boundaries. We're less than a week away. It's coming up Saturday. And Vance says for so many of the anglers, it's much more than just a fishing trip. But you know, for so many of our folks, it's it's an outing. It's a chance to do something. If they catch a fish, it's a bonus. Um, but they do catch fish. Oh, boy. <laughs> i tell you what. We have one gentleman uh, that knows the lake inside and out, and he can only be with us for one day and he said for crying out loud he said don't mention my name or the phone will be ringing off the wall i did that to him last year he said i never knew i had so many friends i wanted to go fishing (laughs) but he really really knows the lake and if nobody else is catching fish he is and uh, we have a captain's meeting in the morning where we bring all our drivers and their co-pilots together and he will step forward. Of course, we have rules and regulations. If this, then that. You know, watch for the weather. We, we're all con- contacted with cell phones. But then we'll say, Chris, would you tell people where to fish on this lake? <laughs> <laughs> and he's very uh, open-minded about sharing his knowledge. Um, what people think is it's a tournament, and it's not. It's a fishing event. Um, and... All of our anglers, because they're participants in the event, they all get a medal, kind of like you'd get a medal with the Olympics or whatever, mm-hmm. because that's bragging power. I got to go fishing. But we also have four categories of fish, your northern, your perch, your walleye, and your panfish. And in those four position, or those four fish, first, second, and third, and first, second, and third are awarded a plaque. And so they've got bragging rights. And like I said, it's not a tournament, but... I always brag about that fish, whether I'm in a tournament or not. Right. You know, and uh, um, we've been fortunate in the past. We have an organization called Buckstop Taxidermy out of Calf's Lake. And they have been taking the first place fish in those four categories and mounting them at no cost. So you catch that big walleye this year, you come back next year, you get that mounted walleye. And if you don't come back... We put it in a box and we send it to you. Take it to the UPS store. They wrap it up like an Eskimo, and off it goes. And uh, people say, you know, well, that's, that's pretty nice. And I say, yeah, it is because that angler can catch that fish every day. It's hanging on the wall. Mm-hmm. They see it. There's one fellow, his name is Roger, and he caught a 36-inch northern one year. And they did such a beautiful job. It was on a piece of driftwood. Um, he hangs it on the wall. He's so proud of that. And like he says, I could look at it every day and catch it every day. Yeah. Well, it's a big weekend. There's a lot going on. Please, for, again, for those who are, are kind of new to the uh, community and maybe aren't familiar, run down how the whole weekend plays out. Well, we uh, we basically set up on Friday uh, before the anglers come on Saturday. 
and we do need some crew to want to come down and help get everything laid out because we have uh, coolers for every every fishing rig and we have to get rods and reels ready because like I said before we furnish all of that and make sure the life jackets all ready we we look at it when we put it away but when you take it out again now you got to eyeball everything um, we have to get uh, all the as the pontoons come in we get a number on them so that we know what who's who and what's what um, and it's just a lot of setup on, on Friday afternoon. And then uh, we'll cook hot dogs and and uh, have some chips, uh, a meal, because a lot of our folks, myself included, don't get out of there till late. Uh, there's always that last-minute thing. You mm-hmm. forget. Thank God for Walmart being open late <coughs> so that we can go get that, you know. Uh, Saturday morning, um, we start registration at 7. All our anglers are registered, so when they come in, they're in a file. So we know that Sally is there. Uh, and the night before, everybody's assigned a boat. So when Sally comes in, Sally, you're a boat on 12. And so she's aware of it. The volunteers are uh, registered the same time, as are the attendants. So they, everybody knows where they're going. All our tables are set up with the corresponding numbers. So if you're number 12, that's where you go. Um, we have rolls and coffee the first morning. Uh, we don't do a big breakfast because nobody wants a big breakfast. They want to fish. Mm-hmm. They're excited. So we'll have rolls and coffee. We'll have our captain's meeting. We shove off everybody. They fish. Uh, about 9 o'clock by the time everybody gets gathered, send off at 9. Uh, fish until 11.30. Come in and we do a noon meal. Uh, we do a Subway uh, sandwich for everybody at noon which is very nice. Thank you, Wes. Um, and then they fish again and f- about from 1 until 5, 5.30, and we do a fish fry. And the great thing about this is, and this has been since day one, the Bemidji firemen come in and do a fish fry for us. Now, if they were going to fry the fish that we catch, some of us would probably have to go hungry because we don't <laughs> catch that many. But we uh, we have a great fish donation. We have a fish fry. Everybody has fry bread and fish and coleslaw and a nice meal. And then by that time, those that haven't already pooped out are ready to go home. And they go home for the evening. And then we, we do the same thing the next day. Uh, it's a little more slack because some people don't come back for the second day because one day is enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them are a little pokey. Uh, I know I am on the second day. And we make sure everybody's registered, so we get them with their driver or their captain. And the captain helps get them all loaded on the boat. We uh, we have pancakes before we go. Bemidji Lions step up and flip flapjacks for us that nice. morning. Fresh flapjacks, and we have sausages. So everybody gets a good breakfast to start the day. And then we fish uh, around 9 o'clock until close to noon. They come back in off the water, um, and we have a noon meal, and that's courtesy of the uh, Bemidji Eagles. I think they might have the best hot dog in the state of Minnesota. Mm. Uh, It's hot dogs and beans and chips, and it's a good meal, and it fills you up. And after that, then, we do our awards, uh, the plaques and the medals, and it's time to go home. And most of our folks are gone by one one thirty. Um, that's a sad time, Kev, because like I said, 
we don't see so many of those folks for here, especially the Pine River group that comes up. Pine River brings 17 anglers. Yeah. Uh, like I said, we're doing something right. They wouldn't be coming. Um, but it's it's a sad time to see everybody leave. And then it's time to pick everything up and put it away. We have two trailers that we store our equipment in. Uh, when you've got a hundred and some life jackets, you need a lot of rack for that. <laughs> and you've got 20-some coolers and, and uh, all that equipment, rods and reels. And it takes a little while to put it away. In the meantime, our, our watercraft owners come in and they pick up their rigs. Um, we try to get them swept off uh, because, unfortunately, we've got a nice beach down there, but that beach goes on the boats too. Uh, but we try to get them swept off, but some of them come so quick we can't get to them. We do our best. They leave. We put everything away. Hopefully we're out of there by 5 o'clock on Sunday night if things go right. Now, if you don't do a good job on the weather, it takes a little longer, <laughs> Kev. So um, one person I want to mention that and we have her with us because of this radio station was Heidi Boyd. Mm-hmm. Heidi always came down with when you'd come down and mm-hmm. she would help. And, and uh, our anglers, they get a hat, and this year they're getting a T-shirt. And Heidi would step in and make sure – you got the proper size T-shirt and this and that. And and as you know, she's so bubbly. How can you have a grumpy day when Heidi's around, you know? <laughs> but unfortunately, she packed a weekend uh, in for something else, got the date mixed up. And I got the saddest email this week, feeling so bad she can't come with us. Um, but then I held her uh, up and said, well, next year there's no excuse. <laughs> there's no excuse. But that is one of our volunteers that has really she, – she would – kind of bring everybody in and get them all even that much more excited so we're going to miss Heidi this year much more to cover with Vance Ballstead and Fishing Has No Boundaries next Fishing Paul Bunyan Country where fishing is more important than pretty much everything You're listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Vance Paul said, my guest, we're getting ready for fishing has no boundaries, and he could use your help. Certainly needs the boat drivers as always, but there's a lot of other volunteer opportunities too. What happens is it takes a while to load 23, 25 pontoons, mm-hmm. um, and the, uh, you have to help them up because the pontoon's higher than the shore, of course. A lot of them climb up there, so to speak, by themselves, but we help them up. Get them loaded, so we need loaders. We need people to help serve food. We need people to help clean up, wipe down all the tables. You end up with 40 tables, that's a lot of wiping to do and clean up because cleanliness is close to godliness, like we've always said, and it needs to be clean. Um, And then then there's some downtime because they're out fishing. So we sit around, we visit, excuse me, and then they come in at noon, and then we serve meals actually on a plate. We made a mistake for a long time, and it took us a while to have this sink in. But we would have everybody come up and go through a, uh, like a buffet line, you know. That's not very smart when you think you've got people with walkers or, or wheelchairs. So now we need servers, and we will go. To, and our tables are in rows. We have one person that directs the servers. This one's next, and this one's next, and everybody gets served. And, and uh, then it's the old, who didn't get served? Because somebody might have been in the potty. Mm-hmm. And uh, we find out who didn't get served. We make sure everybody gets their meal, gets a little chance for a rest, and get them back out. Um, and, again, our, we need volunteers to help put things away. 
One drawback we have is our volunteers are so good the first morning that it's like, oh, I got to go help. Well, all of a sudden you don't have enough jobs. You know, there's right. only, and and so they go. Well, they didn't need me. I didn't do anything. So they go home. Well, then they don't come back. Mm. <laughs> and at noon, now we need more people because we're doing more serving. Now we end up being shorthanded. Um, so and the same thing at the evening meal and the next morning for breakfast. Well, they didn't need me yesterday, so they don't need me today. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. That's why we have volunteer forms, and it says, "I would like to do." A, B, C, or D. And we try to hold true to that. But all of a sudden, D is short. Well, you're going to have to be a C today. And they, our volunteers, what do you want me to do? That's the best volunteer you can get is say, I can do anything. But you don't get many to say, I want to clean fish. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a tougher one. Yeah. <laughs> we have a gentleman that, that was uh, in Devil's Lake, one of the original people that started their chapter over there. And he works for a windmill company, these wind turbines. And he just left Texas, and he's going to Washington. He's coming here that weekend for us just to clean fish. Now, that's dedication. Yeah. You know, and John Sorensen, everybody knows John. He was in the police force for a long time. He cleans fish. And usually we recruit a couple other folks. And, and because we clean them, we wash them, we bag them, we cool them. Because those that want to take their fish home, we want them to get a good product. And they take it home. And that, like I said, that's a job that people aren't jumping up to take. But right. it's an important job. Yeah. And uh, uh, we, t- we try to take a lot of pictures. But all of a sudden, you get a rush of all those people. You can't get everybody's picture. We do a group picture at the noon meal on Saturday. We take it down in front of the statues of Paul and Babe. And you know, Kevin, unless you look close, it looks like the same picture from every year. <laughs> but everybody's mixed up, moved around, you know. Mm -hmm. So Bob Smith comes down and takes that picture, and he does a heck of a job. You move in, you move in, you move over, and uh, because he wants to see faces. And he always says, if you can't see me, I can't see you, which makes pretty good sense. He takes that photo, he turns around, he goes back to his business, image photography, and they print out pictures for every one of the anglers. Nice. So they take that picture home. Now, I know there's a couple fellas that must have 20 of those. It's a postcard size, a little larger, hanging on their wall. But there again, it's like that fish black. They could look at that every day. And then he's nice enough that he donates a large one to us for the chapter to have. So when we're all promoting, we can take that picture along. And, and uh, when we used to do the travel show, which because we're so shorthanded, we can't do it anymore, we would post that picture. We'd post all we had, but the newest one would be in the front. And so many people would walk up and go, I know that guy. Because it's the anglers, it's the attendants, it's the volunteers. Pretty darn good sales pitch. Yeah. It really is. Um, So thanks to Bob for doing that for us. Okay. So you need eight boats. We could use eight more. You need people to serve the meals. That's four meals. Yep. And probably need more people Sunday than you do Saturday, I'm guessing. Saturday Usually Saturday's pretty good. Yeah, Saturday night, uh, uh, because of the fish fry, there's a little bit more involved with the food. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we need volunteers for everything. The, the opening morning is is more or less um, uh, getting people loaded and getting them organized. Because some folks, number seven doesn't necessarily mean anything to them. 
So we guide them to number seven table or number 14 table and, mm-hmm. and uh, things like that. Um, opening morning, we need volunteers. We need more at noon. We need more in the evening or dinner time. And then Sunday morning, same thing again, pancakes and sausage, noon, hot dogs and beans. So we need over the weekend. Now, if they were to come down in the morning and say, geez, you got too many people, I will talk to them and say, hey, what are you doing at 11 o'clock? Come back yeah. then, you know. Yeah. And uh, for the most part, we have pretty good luck. But we've gotten, I end up serving food. And I don't like doing that because I'm so clumsy and I'm spilling more than I serve. <laughs> but but we feed everybody, and including the volunteers. Uh, there will be a gift for all the volunteers this year. Mm, okay. Um, so everybody will have a choice of this or that. We're not saying what the gifts are yet. We want to have a little surprise. <laughs> But uh, we'll have gifts for the volunteers. It's it's very poor pay for what they do. If they mm-hmm. were to get paid like a normal job, we couldn't do it either. But we mm-hmm. have some some gifts, and we want them to feel like, you know what, I got something for what I did. I did what I did because I wanted to, but not for that gift, but because what the event is. You know, um, it seems to me it would be a great opportunity for those service clubs or um Youth groups or things where they where they need to do some service work, um, a real easy way to do that. It's all in two days, it's, and it's kind of lined up real well now that you could plug them in here, plug them in there, and right. We've had some some uh, uh, high school students that had to put in so many hours for being on the honor society or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And they bring a piece of paper, and after they put in X number of hours, we write it down and document it for them. Because if they're giving us, uh, young people like that, giving us their time, we have to give them what they need. Mm-hmm. And uh, we appreciate them greatly. And it's it's kind of funny. We had uh, two young Jerenson girls last year, and Brian Sather's boys, two boys, and Brian Hiller's two boys. Those six kids were so involved with the anglers not so much of of hands-on but they're young and the anglers get a kick out of that Mm -hmm. and they would go around and visit with them and when it came time to get everybody on the boat those six kids were in the front lines working you know 10 years down the road i hope they remembered what they did they did a wonderful thing for us but it also helped them in the future and without youngsters i'm getting old there's no question (laughs) Uh, you and I aren't quite the same age. I'm a lot older, but, but, you know, some young people get involved. They get a taste for it. Hopefully that's our future taking over the organization. For volunteers, for somebody who might want to serve on the committee, again, how do, how do people get going on that? Well, the easiest thing is, is to call me or my wife, Susie, at home and give us some information. We will send out information to them right away. Um, as we get closer to the event, sometimes the mail's a little slow. So we will tell them, show up, come to the event, we'll find you a job. Um, but right now, we're still sending out mailings when we get any any inquiries. And we have a we have a volunteer person, and we have Susie is the angler attendant person, and Nate Halsey's in charge of the boats, and Patty Joe gets the food on the plate, and I do anything else they tell me to do. Um, so if you were to call me. 
444-3292. I would be glad to forward the information to the proper person. And like I said, if we get closer to the event and we can't get that information to you, we will talk to you on the phone, give you an idea of what's going to happen, and we'll get you involved. Um, it's unfortunate we can't take more anglers, but it's a hard time. So many people's pontoons are just hitting the water this weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, how many boats, unless you're a fisherman, have been out? Um, talk to one gentleman, oh, mine's still in the shop. I don't know if I'll have it. Well, do your best, <laughs> you know. But um, we're always looking for folks that want to come on the committee and say, hey, I'd like to do this more than just the weekend. What can I do? How would you like to deal with this? You know, mm-hmm. I'm involved with the Lions Club, and because I do the phone, excuse me, the food for fish and has no boundaries, I stepped up and said to the Lions Club for their their um, Lions Fair, the chicken feed, I'll do the food for that. I'll get it there. You get it on the plate. And, and that's how I, so many people say, what can I do? What would you like to do? Mm-hmm. Well, I'd like to clean fish. Oh, God, you're a godsend. <laughs> <laughs> but if I just want to serve or I want to wipe tables or I want to serve food or, and do whatever, more power to you. You know, we've got enough jobs for everybody. And I make it sound like it's a job, but it's more of a service. Mm -hmm. You know, I agree. You know, I've done it. Kevin, you've done it. I've seen you in the line carrying plates of food. It's fun. And uh, speaking of you, Kevin, I I, want to thank you for what you've done for Fishing Has No Boundaries all these years because you not only come down and cover us on that Saturday and you talk to our anglers and visit and we get you on the boat if at all possible. And you go out and you get a chance to visit with the anglers. Um, But your promotion for us has been tremendous. I haven't seen you clean fish yet. (laughs) I haven't seen that. It's it's not a strength of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Mine look like potato chips when I'm done. (laughs) But um, you get out and you talk to our anglers. And as you and I always laugh, we have a couple anglers that they get a hold of your sleeve, you'll never talk to anybody else because they just love visiting with oh, you. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's it's, it's fun. a fun time. And, and you interview them, and you, they love that. They love that. And, and thank you so much in the station for covering us because you need to get the word out, and what a better way than on the radio. Well, I appreciate that, and and I uh, appreciate everything you do. I mean, you you've this has been something that I would say takes some blood, sweat, and tears for the last, oh, Close to blowing on 30 years now. Getting close. Yeah. You know, I really enjoy the 4th of July. Yeah. I can watch somebody else work. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it's going to be a good event. We're going to get people fishing. If we have to be short on, on, on fishing equipment or, or, excuse me, fishing boats, maybe we'll have to rotate some folks. You can go this morning and, and you can go this afternoon. I don't like doing that. I, I, I want everybody to go all the time. Yeah. But you make the best of what you can do. and uh, But please, anybody that can help us, we really appreciate Kevin, I sound like a broken record. I really do. It's the same story every year. And every year, people come through for us. But I think they will enjoy watching my hair get more and more gray every year. <laughs> Because it's 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 a time. It's a well, time. that's why we do it every year, just to remind people it's coming up and and it's time to it's time to help. Uh, you you Vance, the tireless voice 
of uh, fishing has no boundaries on this show and and throughout the community for many many years so tip of the hat to you and Susie for the many many years you've done that and again there's a lot of other committee members that i'm blanking on their names now that i've seen many many years as well so it's a great committee and if you're interested in something to occupy your time and to and serve a good cause uh, this is a great committee to be a part of great people well, like I said, there's six of us. It's Susie and I, and it's Mike and Martha Hansen from Cass Lake, Nate Halsey from Bemidji, and Patty Jo Carls from Faustin. So we're kind of spattered around a little bit, too. Uh, somebody from Black Duck says, we'd like to come down and be on your committee. Come on come down. Do down. darn betcha. Um, several years ago, I was hoping that I could back off and be that guy that says, what do you need me to do? Mm-hmm. But it's in my heart, and I haven't been able to do that. But sooner or later, this old guy's got to step back, and somebody else needs to take the reins, and, and we're hoping in the future. We don't want to say, oh, you want to come on board and take over? Can't quite do that. It's like any job. You need to be mentored for, mm-hmm. for a year. But um, we just want people to come enjoy it with us, be a part of it, and watch the smiles on the face of the anglers because you won't forget it. No, you will not. It is Fishing Has No Boundaries. It is coming up June 29th and 30th, Saturday, Sunday, at the Lake Bemidji Waterfront. Vance, as always, thank you for coming in and sharing with us. Thank you for again, Kevin, for all you've done for us. and. We look forward to seeing you there on Saturday morning. We had so much covered today with Vance Ballstead for Fishing Has No Boundaries that we ran out of time. So we will hear from our aquatic biologist, Dr. Andrew Hafes, tomorrow. That's it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. Thanks for joining us. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 3. It was my first time traveling alone. Packed my car with hiking boots, a camera, and my dog, Randy. I don't know what I was searching for. Maybe it was something new with adventure. Maybe it was the idea of vacation I would never expect, filled with wildlife, national parks, rivers. Whatever it was I set out to find, it was all there and more. Because there's so much South Dakota, so little time.